eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast where we bring you breaking news and interviews with players, Top recruits, coaches, and influencers from football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Off the Boards. This is Kenny Stubblefield, lead digital content creator for Go Tigers 247. And man, I'm excited. We got a vet on the on the show today. We got a veteran, been with the team for three years now. Veteran wide receiver. Everybody knows who he is, man. Y'all know Javon Ivory. What's up, Javon? What's good? What's good? How you doing? How you doing? Man, I'm good, bro. Hey, listen, man. Um, I know. Uh, I know it's the off se- or the off season workouts right now. I know y'all are in the middle of of, of summer training and all all that kind of stuff. How's everything going so far for you, man? Uh, everything's been going good. Uh, been on a steady pace, keeping myself level headed. You know, what I'm saying, not trying to be too high on myself, not trying to be too low on myself on doing on, on certain things. But right now, I'm just trying to find a niche of pushing, bringing all my teammates along with me right now. Just you know, trying to lead everybody in the right direction, make sure I'm leading in the right in the right way for other people to be better for themselves when they have their goals and everything they got set up for themselves this coming up season. So you know, I said. No, I apologize. Um, I've had the chance to talk to a couple of players, and one of the things that's come out is you guys are in the middle of summer ball right now, summer training, workout programs, um, and and I know this is kind of the kind of the dog days of summer where you're not able to practice as much, or you're not able to. There's no games on the horizon in terms of. In a few months, you'll have some games, but. These are these are the moments right now where big strides are made um, in in development and in building a team and things like that. Like what are you kind of mentioned it a few minutes ago where you're talking about bringing your your fellow players along with you? What does that look like? What what does that look like right now in this time period of summer off season training? Uh, I said it's, we're, we're taking good strides. I mean, it's not going to be a a one day task. So it's, it's you're gonna have to build build that foundation over time, over time, over time throughout the seat throughout the uh off season. So it's it's, it's just really getting a good team chemistry. I say the defense is is doing a great job. Offense, we still have a couple of things we still got to work on, but uh, I, but it's still things that we uh 
still chipping on and working on just so we can have that per- be not be close to perfect basically by the time the season started. So how was spring ball for you? I know getting out there, um, meeting new teammates, um, rebuilding, you know, re-cementing old relationships, you know, being able to get out there and, um, you know, play with guys that you've been playing with for three years now. Um, but then also at the same time, introducing a new offensive coordinator, kind of new schemes, uh, new new ideas into the into the team. What what was spring ball for y'all like? Like how was it for you in particular and for the team as a whole? Uh, I would say we had had a whole lot of fun this year for spring. I would say spring was a whole lot of fun because a lot of people they would just go out there and just not have no stress or bearing of what I got to do for myself. We just go out there. We just really just went out there have fun because I say our biggest thing was just go out there and for being with Coach Cramsey, his 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 model was just execute, execute majority of the times of the day. So all you got to do is just go out there and really just do your job and just have fun playing. So um, I say we're bringing in a uh, new OC coming in from North Texas, uh, just really just understanding his schemes and tying in with what our schemes is in, in our game and everything like this. So it was, it was, it was, uh, a good, a good, I could say it was good putting them, bringing them in and putting those, cause he's basically an RA and we kind of basically air raid as well. So it's, it, it wasn't no knock against that as well. So it was, uh, I say it was a good spring. Yeah, he talked about it when he, in his introductory press conference, Coach Cramsey talked about how when you are, when you're introducing new offensive schemes into a situation, most teams run the same kind of things with a little bit of a wrinkle attached to it. Maybe, you know, some, some personal things in there that, that, you know, a coach would think would get, you know, may create success for a certain play. But most players, most most of y'all run the same thing, right? Like most of y'all run the same, um, same kind of plays. Um, his, his response to it when he was asked about, you know, introducing new schemes was more so that he was committed to as a coach himself, learning y'all's vocabulary, learning, learning the verbiage. How has that got, like, has he done that? Yeah, he, he's, I promise you, he's he's on top of everything. I'm like, if, if I'm on top of my game, he's gonna most definitely try to match me as well. So it's, it's like we have a good good balance between us. I could say he he comes in, he brings fire, he brings juice to every day that we come out there. Even if saying we just working out, like right now, he'll walk out there, we see us work out, and then he'll more likely be like, okay, I see you push, I see you push, keep working, keep working. You gotta keep doing this every day. Like he's on me every day, just making sure I become one a great leader for everybody, so I can leave great examples for everybody. So, is he's he's gonna always be in my ear, and he's gonna always be in everybody's ear. So, I say he's he's doing a good job. Yeah, I've heard. I've talked to a few offensive players over this off season, and one of the things that you know, not it, not trying to make comparisons, negative or positive, between previous offensive coordinators at the University of Memphis compared to Coach Cramsey. Um, but one of the things that was said was um, that that they that some of the offensive players feel like with Coach Cramsey that they're allowed to be football players, that they're allowed to utilize their own creativity and utilize their own ideas and skill sets instead of it being like 
cut, copy, paste, like, hey, everybody mm-hmm. has to do this, 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 and this. You're able to kind of be a football player and read things and, and, and try to figure out, you know, best ways to get open, best ways to do. Have you noticed that with Coach Cramsey, that, that, that you guys have a little bit more freedom to make decisions out there on the field? Yeah, I, I can say that. I can say that we. Uh, I can feel that 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 uh, presence of freedom on the field and being able to just play, just play ball and make everything. Because really, when you just play ball, you just you play fast. You go play fast. You ain't got to think as much. So that's that's his whole terminology. He want things to be simple. You know, he don't want things to be too too much on you. You be like, okay, I gotta run this. Wait, it's the safety over here on this part. I gotta, you know. You know, you don't want to be out there sitting. You, you slowing yourself down. You putting yourself in, in in a bad position. But um, not. But everybody teaches their offenses and whatever the way they teach things in different ways. Some people go by the book. Some people just go off of what you give each and every day. So I, I say is uh, I, I like I like the, the way that he gives us more freedom to be able to play and be able to make things happen on our own. But still, at the same time, you're gonna still have boundaries that you gotta meet and. And certain things, so I say it's, it's still good. Yeah, absolutely. So for you individually, um, what are some areas of growth that you committed to this offseason? For Javon Ivory, as a player himself, like what are some individual areas that you've said, man, I need to – I want to um, to, to, to grow into this kind of a football player to, to develop this skill or maybe to shore up this skill? And what are some of the specific things you've done to make that happen this summer? Um. I would say my biggest thing that I've been working on the most is just consistency. Uh, being able to stay consistent, you got to be like to be to, to play in a profession, you have to be consistent. So if you're not able to bring it each and every day on a high level, then it's no point of really. I want to say it's no point of, but it's it's like why are you really out here if you're gonna not give your all each and every time you're on the field? So it's like I gotta. Uh, just really just saying like somebody make throw the ball this time or why I missed the ball this time. Like I, I mistracked it or something it went over my head. The next time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get it this time. Cause I know majority, I know myself more than anybody else. So I the plays that can be made, I can say I can't do it. And try to be the best, like say like being consistent and bring energy every day. Some days I might be like, okay, you know how you wake up and be like, right, I got a bad day. Well, I'm not. I'm. I'm more on the positive side. That's another thing. Staying positive, not letting anything uh bring me down. So basically, I say my two biggest things throughout the spring, winter, summer, all year, basically for the rest of my life, I'm gonna be just trying to work on being consistent, and staying positive with everything I do. It's interesting to me, man, because it feels like you've hit a point as a as a football player where you've got the skill set, right? Like you you understand routes. You understand your um, the the demands of your position. You understand what you're supposed to do out there. But there's there's levels to this thing, right? Where you are not just a football player, but mentally you're having to to work on the mental side of things, which makes you a professional, right? Like, so what? it sounds like to me that what you're working on is the mental side of things, right? Like what, how important is the mental side of things as a player, as a human being in terms of not just being a football player, but also being a, a grown man in this, in 2022. Yeah, this is my type of talk right here. But 
Uh, I can say the mental is everything. Um, it's the mindset is mindset is everything. Cause ninety nine, I say ninety nine percent of things you do, your mind is already set. That's uh, already putting. You've already thought it. You've already to put yourself in the, in your shoot in, in this position to be like, I'm finna do this. And then more like you might not do it right at that moment, but sooner or later you're gonna end up doing it because you already had it in here. So your mind, your mindset is everything. So I, I, I had a, I, I, I had a big turn, big turn earlier this year with, with a uh, recent, with a recent past on my grandma. So it's like, it's like it was like a switch just, just, just turned on right then. Like nothing else, not, I, don't, I don't think nothing can get worse than this. So I'm like, it's, it's, it's like I, I gotta. And knowing what she's taught me throughout her time with being here, my grandma, I don't love you. But um, she's taught me just like to not be, that's why I was saying earlier, like not to be too high on something, not to be too low on something, just stay, just kind of be right there in the middle and, and playing right there in the middle with it. But having that mind, but having my mind wired on, man, I'm I'm finna go ahead and take off with it. Not even having no negativity, not having no bad thoughts, not having, because like if you have bad thoughts, that's all you're gonna be really worried about. Like you're gonna be having negative things happening every day. Like saying, I'm gonna be like, man, I got this going on, man, I got this going on. When you can really resolve the problem by just saying, you know what, this might be happening, but I'm still gonna end up getting this done. Or I'm gonna still get this done. And, and so on. So it's just really and then just if you spread that out, you're gonna end up having just straight positive energy around you. You don't have no negative rant, no negativity, anything like that to drag you down or anything like that. So I say it's it's, it's major to have great mindset when you playing ball or just or even just in a regular workspace because everything happens in full circle. Well Javon, condolences to you and your family, man. I I I don't think we knew that your grandmother had passed and I I it, it, that's a tough loss, man. And um condolences to you and your family bro yeah i appreciate that i appreciate that but i you know it's interesting to me because it is people experience loss in their life and they experience those kinds of negativity that, that negative those negative realities of life um and there's two different paths that you can kind of go down when it comes to that right like you could let the negativity in or you could mm -hmm rise above yeah. it yeah it said let yeah you like my bad cutting you off but um but yeah sometimes like a lot of people i've, I've seen a lot of people have negativity just wear wear on them for years and years and years and you just start seeing their bodies just start looking different you know just oh, yeah. saying like just seeing that just negative negativity just bring you down just to the point where it's like it changes your appearance it changes everything like if you just have a different mindset of just waking up and just say, or say, I'm just pray, pray every day. I'm going to get up and pray. I'm going to get up and pray. I'm going to get up and pray. You're going to end up getting up and praying. You, if you say, I ain't going to do this, I ain't going to do this. It's just like waking up, you like, that alarm going off, I ain't going to do this. And just let the things just keep on beeping and hit the snooze button. You're going to get up. Let me get up. You're going to end up getting up eventually. So it's, it's just, it's, it's just crazy how, how the mind works over everything has has your this you, you talked about a few minutes ago that switch being flipped in your brain um you know dealing with the loss of your grandmother dealing with 
all of that 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 entails for you as a in your family with your you know being a man in your family trying to you, you know get to where you want to go has that provided motivation for you you know being has that helped you um, dealing with that loss and dealing with you know kind of leading your family through that loss has that provided you with extra motivation to not only play this year but also to get to to your ultimate dreams of playing pro ball um most definitely because it's just in, just just from growing up and and seeing how she just led the whole house like just led everybody like around like everybody it's, it's a lot it's, it's things that you grow up seeing grow up seeing but don't understand so it's like just but looking back looking back at it now I understand a lot of things that my grandma was doing uh, so it's it's, it's it's most definitely humbling and, and some it's, it's tough just from trying to take over take not really take over but just take in that role of like just being more positive because that's more of what she was she was like a positive output she'll always tell people like she's most definitely love 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 God to the most I'm talking about I will tell you about him in a heartbeat soon as you walk in the house you're gonna hear about the Lord when you walk in the house <laughs> so it's like it's it's just no and she's always laughing she's never down about anything she's always up so it's like it's, I don't know. It just seems like she just right now. She just right now just holding me and just not even letting. Me. So it's like I'm. I have nothing to worry about. I have no worries. I'm. Don't think about anything worse. If anything worse happened right now, I'm just gonna be like, okay, time me to do something else to make this to get out of it. You know, like I, I won't ever just be sitting in the hole forever too long. So this is like me being in that spot, knowing I. I can't have a family in the hole, so I, I'm not gonna let my what my grandma have built up and laid out for all of us to see, and and laid out for us over the years and teaching us and telling us, nah, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna let her work go down in the drain. So that's I can say I'm most definitely motivated and humble to to be able to keep keep the family name up and keep the family in in good standing. Man, that is one of the most powerful. Um, things I've heard in a long time, Javon, is that that's your why, like that's your motivation, right? Of, you know, she set this, um, set this thing going down a path for your family. She led this family and now it's on you to not let it fall. Right. Like what, what better, what better kind of motivation do we need than that? Man, it's, I'm talking about, I mean, it's some people will, will step up to the plate, but some people don't. It's, it's a lot of boundaries that some people, it's, it's just really, I know myself. And and that's that's probably like the biggest thing I, I probably have done in my life, period. Just finding out who I am and what I can take and what I can take and what I can't take. And just, it's, it's just, know, it's just really knowing yourself, really.
Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's such a deep conversation. I kind of feel bad going back to football for a second, but I really <laughs> I appreciate you um, sharing that, man. That that is that's a beautiful um, that's a beautiful moment for me to be able to hear um, kind of where your heart is at and what what you're feeling right now and where your motivations at. I I, I, I love that and I really appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, so, but let's get back to football for a second, man. I you know. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, everybody everybody sees you out there on the field, man. They know that Javon Ivory's a big body receiver, right? Like big dude, 6'2", 180, 185. I don't know where you're at now. That's what they got you listed at is 180. Yeah, that weight kind of off. Right there. Uh, that's that what weight, I figured. That weight been off since – it's been like this since my first year. I came in first year at 180, but I had really like kind of ran all that weight off. I'm like, like, like 195, 193, right in that range. So you're 6'2", six, six 195. Close to two bills, you know, you're right there. Right. You're a big receiver, man. I mean, I think anybody that sees you out there on the field is they immediately notice your size. Um, most receivers of your size, man, utilize your strength and your height advantage. And, you know, most of the time it's um, you're going up against smaller defensive backs where you're just kind of able to, you know, big body um, some of these guys out the way. And you do that. You're running routes. You're a great route runner. But one of those things that I've noticed about you is that's unique to your size is that you're also extremely effective on 50-50 balls down the field. Like that's, oh, yeah. That seems to be what you're really, really, really good at. And you normally don't see that in big body receivers like yourself. Like most guys, like even I know in 2019 when you came into the Tiger program, Demonte Coxey was on the team. Demonte's big, big, big dude. And DeMonte could run down the field, but DeMonte's main strength was in his ability to, man, if you press me on the line, you're going to get toasted. Like, you're going to get beat. Um, and he worked really, really well in that that intermediate zones of where he could catch a pass and then make a break on a run and things like that. But you're you're that guy that, that goes deep. Like, you're 50-50 ball guy. Um, what do you like more? Running balls down or running technical routes? Well, I like them all, but <laughs> uh, 
I really, I like, I, I say I'm more of a technical rock type of guy. I like to get broke. I like be more crafty in my rock because, like, just the type of receivers that I like to watch. Like, and you got Keenan Allen, you got right, uh, Devontae Adams, you got, uh, you got. Let me see, it's a lot of people. It's uh, you got Stefan Stefan Diggs, you got Odell Beckham. Like, they get real crafty in their rock. You really just sit there and pay attention to it. Well, um. I, yeah, I'm more of I'm more of the more of like route guy. Anything I like, I'll go deep, but more of like just if you need a route for sure, for sure, I got you. What is your go-to route? Like if you if they said if it's fourth and I know distant time like down and distances make a difference here, but what's the route you feel like if it's called for Javon Ivory? It's a it's a wrap like off the rip like you got it. It's a wrap like that's going to be a first down long long play completion whatever. Um, I'll say it's it's really all of them, but it's like it's it's so it's really all of them. But I I I'll say a slant, yeah, a slant definitely. I feel a like slant. you have to be a basketball player. Did you play ball in in high school? Yeah, I played basketball in high school. I my it's funny because growing up, I I didn't really like wanting to play no organized basketball. I just like I just just wanted to just play football, but in middle school, uh, everybody was like, Javon, play, don't ain't try out for the team, man. Try for, I'm, I'm not finna try out for the team, man. I'm gonna play football. What, what's wrong with y'all? They're like, man, go and just try out, bro. You might make it. And it's not tried out. I ended up making the team in my eighth grade year. And then the next year, I ended up going, going to the high school trying out for them. And I'm thinking like, it's somebody that's looked that basically me and him, we just like we basically like brothers still to this day. Uh they said me and him look alike. So it's like, all right. And he was all he played basketball his entire life. So I'm like, oh yeah, he's gonna play on the A team and everything like that. So I'm I'm gonna be probably with the freshman team or you know, or B team, because I'm just now playing. This man put me on A team and put him on the B team. So I'm like, well, why am I on A team? And I'm not even the basketball player. I'm surprised y'all are still friends, man. That, 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 I'm sure he got. I'm sure that dude felt. I'm sure your boy felt some kind of way about that. Yeah. <laughs> he probably did because I did for myself, and I was I was hoping he got the spot. That I was right. But yeah, it's, I've been playing basketball really just for ever since then. But yeah, it's it's been. I say yeah, it's this basically it go hand in hand with basketball, with being a receiver and playing basketball, and because you got the slide or right. It's just like a crossover when you do the double up or just a one with a, just like a jab step. So it's just it's kind of the same. I was watching a video today of you. You mentioned Stefan Diggs a few minutes ago, and I was watching a video of him. They they isolated him on on camera, and he was um, going up against the cornerback. And yeah, like between is behind the back. Yes. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Mm, he's with the Vikings then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He went like exactly. between the legs and behind the back. Yeah. Pretending like he was like using a ball, is that effective? Is is I want to say like try to act. You can. It's like when you do the drill. Like say you working out, or training with somebody. Is 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 more emphasis in trying to exaggerate it, because then you'll get the movement down pat by exaggerating it and putting your body all the way through it. And then once you get all the reps and repetition and keep doing it over and over again, it's gonna become heavy. So. Probably at that moment, he probably like, yeah, I'm going to do this move right now. <laughs> he, and then he hit he him with a, 
he hit him with the crossover hezzy behind the back mm-hmm. and got off the line and worked clean perfect yeah. wow i was wondering about that i was like i wonder if that's something that basketball player like football players receivers who have played basketball if that's something that you like take into like kind of help you free you up a little bit to like make those moves using basketball like pl- plays that you've made in basketball a hundred times it's, it's it's crazy how tight how sports tie together like it's it's a lot it's a lot with it that's so interesting man all right so let's move on you you've had the chance to play with two different quarterbacks since you've been at Memphis you obviously you played with Brady White um for the first two years of your career um and now you've played with Seth for a year his the first year of his career and you're in summer and going into the second year um man I think most people I know Brady was a polarizing player for most for a lot of Tiger fans there were there's some that just were like man we don't like Brady there's some were that were like me who said I genuinely think Brady's probably going to go down as the best to ever put on a Tiger uniform as a quarterback mm-hmm. just you know maybe not the be- the best skill but he had the leadership and the right amount of skill to be extremely effective for the Tigers and and you just can't you cannot you cannot not look at the production that he put out there the success of the team and go okay I mean like this dude was nasty and and it looks like Seth has kind of stepped in in that role as a freshman you don't see many freshman quarterback coming in and doing the things that Seth did last year what what sets guys like Brady White and Seth Hennigan apart in terms of their ability is it the mental side of things, the skills? Like, what is it that sets them apart as quarterbacks? Uh, I, I say it's most definitely mental. Everything about being a quarterback is mental. Cause I remember, like, it's the time I, I like thinking back, thinking back to when I had I had to play quarterback my senior year in high school. So it was like I can see where the mental side of things of being a quarterback is like you got to be at the roof with it. You got to be really on top of everything. Like just. And it's and it's what's funny is like they've had come Brady and Seth have met it when they first when Seth first got here, he met Brady and they basically kind of had a com- been had a conversation. They basically hit it off. It's like they it's kind of like they're the same person, but they're not. It's like Brady more Brady, he, you know, he's professional, he's mature, you know, he's older and everything. Now it's like it's like it's just Seth is just a little brother. It's like Seth is like right there. He, he's right. outgoing, he's 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 funny, he's gone. He's 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 laid back. I mean Brady, he's laid back as well, but it's like Seth is laid. You know, he's laid back. He's more he's he's gonna be. But when it's when it's time to play football, both of them click straight into football. Like right. it's no doubt about it. Like that's why I'm saying they're it's, it's really their mindset on how they handle things when it's time to get to work. If they gonna go to work. That's that's how. That's basically what it is. As somebody who's been on the team for a few years, I mean, you know, you play a skill position. The, the Tiger program for the better part of almost a full decade now has had extremely talented players at the skill positions on offense and has put a lot of them in the NFL. Um, and this, this past year was a little bit different in that this is the first time in a long time that the Tigers have, have introduced two new guys in two really, really important roles on the, the offensive side of the ball. And that's, you know, quarterback obviously was Seth Hennigan, but then obviously Brandon Thomas coming in and taking over the the the, the running back role 
um, for the first half of the season until injury started kind of taking effect on him. But, um, you know, coming in as a running back, as the veteran wide receiver on the team, you and Calvin last year, what was – how how impressed were you with the way that Seth and Brandon stepped in? And, you know, it might not have been the overall year that you guys wanted, but they had successful mm-hmm. years. And when they were successful, the Tigers won. How impressed were you with their – their uh season last year uh i was i was very impressed i was i was like every game i would always just sit there and just really just sit there and watch how they how they would handle things like say if brandon get probably a yard on one play i want to see how he gonna come back the next play is he gonna come back is he gonna just let them just tackle him right there that one every time that one yard every time or he gonna Respond back on a play where he's just gonna, you know, pop off with a, a long run like he did against Arkansas State multiple times, or say like, is he gonna, is he gonna sit here and mope about, man, I missed that throw, or he gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna get this handoff right here, I'm gonna go ahead and get my steps, I'm gonna make sure my steps are on point, I'm gonna make sure I got everything, like I'm gonna make sure, or we'll say we got a pass, but I make sure I got all my reads, or. I'm putting the ball up like it's 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 up it's up to you. I just want to see if they're gonna really just not worry about the mess ups and just worry about just executing the next play and just stepping onto the next play, thinking about the next play. Think just go ahead and get the play, get this play, get this play. It's always next play because once that once it's done, it's done. So I don't I don't want that. I don't I'm I'm a guy like it's basically like how I said earlier, like if you got negative like negative thoughts is you gonna keep going is you gonna or you just gonna sit there in that negative thought so it's just, i just want to see like really just test test to see what they mind it because once that once based on how everybody say once you get out to this real world because right now i say i'm still not in the, in this real world in a sense where everything is like bearing down on you and and there's like how they say nobody's there for you in, in a sense uh I just want to see if they're going to be able to just keep their head high and not hang their head or anything. So I, I seen like, even though we had, you know, games where it didn't go our way, I still tell them, hey, you did a great job at the game. You know, stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's really just being, keeping them in, in high spirit, even though things might not win our way, but just, you know, seeing where, where, where they're going to go with it for the next game and, and, and just, you know, bring it out that way. So it sounds like to me, and this is a narrative that's all over sports and any sport that you play. You know, we, we saw the NBA finals this last, you know, couple of weeks where Mm -hmm. everybody talked about golden state and their ability to their championship pedigree, right? Like what the, what their, the, the veteran leadership and, and all of the, the experiences that they've had in the championship and NBA finals, NBA playoffs. And, what it sounds like to me, what you're describing is along that same lines of it's it, the different, what sets apart young players compared to veteran players is that ability to bounce back is that ability to <laughs> let negativity go that facts are like, like bad plays don't dictate, like you've got to be able to let that stuff go quickly. Is that, some, is that something that you have, have had to learn yourself and have, and is that something that you're teaching some of the younger guys on the team now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I had to learn that cause I'm, 
gonna go ahead and say it. I'm a, I'm a guy that's that's afraid of failure. Like I'm I'm afraid I'm afraid to fail. So it's it's just something I just like if anything happened, like I used to be like if anything happened, I'm gonna lose my mind. Like man, this just happened, bro. Like I'm like I really did probably just be stressing myself out, like just stressing myself out. Like this like this this can't be happening. This can't be happening. This can't be happening. And I, then I find myself in a slump. I start I start losing body weight or I start just injuries start occurring. Uh, I won't grade start slipping or anything like like any, a lot of things that happen like that. You know when you start just not just keeping yourself level, keeping yourself above ground instead of just like man, forget about this, bro. Forget about that. I'm gonna go and do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna just let it go because like my first two years, I say I had a rough first two years. And then this past year. Is when I was kind of like, it's like last year, it's like this past year, it was like a year I was like kind of coming out of it, but I would still go back into those old habits and stuff like that. But I was kind of like trying to find ways of getting out of it. Then beginning of this year, it's like I just broke out of it and like just came free from it. So like it's now I'm just letting, I just let everything go. Like I said, I'm still learning. And that's why I said I'm just really just, my biggest thing is just being consistent and pushing the positive now. It's like, I can't just let it go away because then I feel like I'll pull myself back to that slump again. So when you made that leap, when you made that jump, when something something clicked inside of you that said, let that stuff go, what, um, how did that, did you feel like, was there like a pressure or a relief lifted off of you? Like, it was like, I'm like, like how I was telling you, it feel like my like I like it's crazy. Feel like my like just my grandma was like just holding me like you good, like you good. It was like I'm like it really just took me just sitting in my room one time. I'm just sitting in the sitting in the bed, just watching TV, watching football, and I'm just watching it. I'm just watching, it. and it just felt like it's just I, I just said you know what. And I just thought all I was just shaking. I was just shaking my head. You know, I just said you know what. And it's like all oh, that weight just like it's like it just lifted up off me. Wow. Like it was, I don't. It was it felt it was crazy. It was just, wow. like it's weird. It's a weird feeling. It's just I just like every day. I just feel like my grandma is like she like she's right here. I can show it to you. She's right here. Oh man, it's beautiful. I keep her right here every time. It's, it's like she be looking right at me every time when I get up. So That's it's. Amazing. So when you came in 2019, man, you had. DeMonte, you had Pop, you had Antonio, Kadarian, you had veteran squad. The squad, right? <laughs> we had a squad. <laughs> um, but now you're that old man on the team, man, right? Crazy. It's, it's, it's just so crazy. I I still remember when I came in, DeMonte was like, yeah. And it's going to come by real fast. You're going to be on the other side of the boat. You're going to be on the other side of this. You're going to be on the other side. It's gonna come on quick. Just watch. Just watch. Well, I wanna I wanna play something for you. All right. We did a national signing day 2022 for the Tigers, came around, and uh we had the opportunity to interview um 17 of the of the guys that that signed with Memphis on National Signing Day. One of them was a young man named Dustin Thomas. And um we asked him a question. Um we said we said Dustin. Man, who are you looking forward to learning from the most? I want to play this. All right, this is what Destin Thomas had to say 
about who he's excited to learn from the most on the Tiger in the Tiger wide receiver room. I want to get your thoughts on the other side of this, okay? I love to learn from Javon Ivory. I followed him on Instagram before, like before Memphis offered me, and like I, I've always like seen him. And I, dude, I, I love how he plays. He plays with a uh, plays with fire, and he's also he's also a jump ball kind of guy. And that's that's really what I am for my high school. Watching him, like he can go up and get it, and he also can run routes. So I definitely want to I definitely want to learn from him how he runs his routes because. As you know, he's he's a, he he has that jump ball body, but he can also run routes. And I'm I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need him to show me how how he does it with his length. So he said in this, I had to cut down some of it. He said because it was a lot. He talked about you for quite a long time. Where he talked about following you on Instagram, following like seeing your swag, seeing the fight, like seeing the the confidence that you showed. This is all before he's being offered by the Tigers. He's seeing you. Mm-hmm. And, like, for real, for him, he said in this interview, he said being able to learn from Javon was one of the reasons why I decided to come from the, come to the Tigers to play. How does that respond to that? How does that make you feel? I mean, that's, that's, that's very humbling. Like, this, I mean, I, he, he, know, he know right now he's here. He's here and working, been working out with us and training with us and practicing with us. I've been on him the most, really, because I – like I've heard, I've heard that I've heard that video before. So it's like just seeing, seeing actually being there and seeing him with me now. He's in the room. So I, I actually, uh, I really been. I sent him a message this morning, just a little funny message this morning and everything. So, uh, yeah, that that's that's very humbling. I, I appreciate, I appreciate him for that though, for real. I really did. Shout out to DT. Shout out to DT for that for real. But um, yeah, I, I've been I've been knowing him a lot. Been trying to teach him a lot of the things that we've been doing here. Uh, he's 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 coming along. He he's learning. He's I mean, just being a freshman, he gonna have his hard days, you know, coming in, just learning coming up from high school. So I have, cause I had my days as well. So it's like I see a lot of myself a little bit in him a little bit, cause he he's a guy that got to be, you know, he got some energy. He got energy, but he'll be like, you know, kind of like what's going on and things too. Like it's 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 fun to just being able to just pick his brain and see what he see what he got to the table, what he brings to the table. And I can see he's going he gonna to have a special future. So what are some of those lessons? Like, I know I know he's able to emulate you on the field, see how you run your routes, see how you do all those things. But as a, as a veteran player, as a leader in that wide receiver room, like what are some of those lessons that you've been trying to share with some of those younger guys like Dustin? Um, I'll say just – I'll say some of the things that I've been really just I – don't, I don't really like to, to try to change, try to – preach and preach and preach on a lot of stuff. I just try to like just really have them in a different like in a bet in a mind like the house. And I don't I don't really just really preach a lot about football. Football is gonna take care of itself. I I just really like to try to you know preach out like more about the mental things and stuff like that. That's that's more like my my focus point on 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 on, on my brothers that's in the room with me and my brothers that's just I play with in general. Like I I, I like to try to, to to the lessons is to uh, really like to how to be, you know, stand stand for what you stand for what you believe in, and, and, and do what you think is right, and and but be smart with with the things that you're doing and, the, and stuff like that. Like I, I, that's why I try to teach on more about instead of just being automatic about football. Because when we go out there for football, we're gonna all do the same. We basically all gonna do the same thing. It's just 
we all got our own little wiggle to it. It's just, you know, it's just stuff like that. So I spoke with Jacob Likes last week, and he was talking a little bit about this whole being a veteran and, and having to, you know, because there's not many freshmen come in and automatically get playing time. You know, it's 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 a different kind of situation than basketball where you come into you come in as a you come in as a as a high level division 1 football player. You've been the man in high school. You've been running rough shot over people for 4 years, but you you make that step to division 1 football, high level division 1 football where the Tigers are. And there's a massive massive learning curve to try to get ready for that. And he spoke about that a little bit and he called it the welcome to Memphis moment. And, and he shared, (laughs) he shared his welcome to Memphis moment was the 2019 year as a red shirt freshman playing for the scout team going up against Bryce Huff. And he talked about how he was like, Holy crap, this is every down in practice. Like he put everything into one hit, got blasted by Bryce and was like, I got to go again right now. And was like, that was his welcome to Memphis moment. What was your welcome to Memphis moment? My welcome to Memphis moment is downright to this moment. It's still, it's still, I got really, I really got two Memphis moments. Welcome to Memphis moment. One of them, is off-season training for my freshman. So we we're running like we had a run back in 2019. It was called Tiger Shows. And so we we was doing our conditioning test. We you know basically doing our running. So we had to run five, it's basically like a 5-10-5, but everybody had their own different type of sprint. As at the skills, we lined up in the back of the end zone. We run to the to the goal line. That's basically 10 yards, run back. And then go to the we'll run to the five yard line coming out of the end zone, and then your finish is the goal line. We have to do that in seven seconds. But the amount of reps we did was I think we did like it was a high number. It was a high number. We was all dead tired. A lot of people was doing. We got body length. And then the thing is that in Memphis, my welcome to Memphis moment. You don't do no hand. You can't put no hands hips you can't do you can't do the bending over you just gotta sit there stand there and eat it like you you dead tired but you just gotta eat it you can't you gotta walk around that's the only thing you basically can't do walk around so if you put like your you, hands on your knees your hands on your hips what happens body language that's a body language tap 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 it right there like oh. if it's body body language that's the up down Whoa. so how so however many times you can be just sitting there and do this about five times, they're going to mark it five times. So that's five times. Do they tell you in the moment, or do they bring it to you <laughs> in the room after? They bring it to you. No, oh, no. We, we, we do the body language and everything all at once as a team at the end of the workout. So say if you, you did all that running, now you did, we got 50 body language, we got 50 up downs now. Huh. <laughs> so, that, so now you want to know why we go all day. That's how we go all day. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> yeah, so, God. Thank you. so we we basically running and I'm I'm like man I'm man I'm dead tired. We we basically running. I'm, I'm running beside Demonte Cox and Rodriguez Clark, who's you know the running back right here now. Um, and coach was like I'm I'm wheezing and everything. I'm like dog, I'm tired. <laughs> you know, basically like in my mind I'm like I'm so tired. I'm wheezing right now. I'm like man, this this is crazy. This is this is 
this is not what it's supposed to be like. This is not, this is what I, this ain't what I thought college football was supposed to be. This is me as a freshman. And Monte like, coach, he can't breathe. Coach, he, he, he can't breathe. And then next, you know, they like 10. I just looked up, I just bucked my eyes. Cause 10 is like, you getting set, you getting set to run again. And five, you put your hand in there. And he was like, 10. And then Monte looked back at me and I looked at Monte and I looked at coach and then five. He said, just make it cuz, just make it <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing he can tell you. He said, just make it cuz. I'm just still standing there with my mouth wide open like, like, oh, like we still running. So yeah, oh, I can say that, was, say that was my first Memphis moment. Like knowing like when you come to Memphis, we not here to play. We come here to work. Like this, that's the thing about it. Like it's a, wow. it's a, a major shift from high school, from a major shift, total different atmosphere. Total so you mentioned atmosphere. the first one, and you said you had two. What's My that? second, yeah. the second one was fall camp, coming in the fall camp. I and um, it was like my it was Demonte. I'm always around. I was always around. Uh, Monte and, and T.J. Carter. They we were basically it was basically during one on one, and. It was like uh I think he was finna be a rep. See, Monte, when it come to one-on-ones, he's getting all his reps. He's not finna miss none. So I'm it's even like he finna go twice in a row. So it's like he gonna go, it's gonna be him, whoever second string, then it's me. And then he'll be like, watch out. But this time when I got up there, I was finna go this time, and TJ walked through the F and ready to go. Coach, Coach Novell, like, uh, Monte, move out the way. So Monte to move. So I'm like, oh, snap. I'm going to go against TJ Carter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody was talking about TJ Carter. Like, this this is the guy. He was the guy there since, you know, his freshman. He was freshman all American. Freshman Memphis came in all American. Come on. Came in all American. I'm like, yeah. Now, I don't know watching that. The crazy thing, I don't know watching his highlight the day before that happened. So it's like, Okay, I'm going against TJ Carter now. This is this is crazy. Coach Novell calls TJ over there to him before the rep even starts. All I see is TJ nod his head like too, like like real quick and just ran and and, and job back over there where I was. He ended up walking right into my face just like this. I'm like, oh man, here we go. Press covers with TJ Carter. TJ came off the line as soon as the ball snapped and just grabbed me. Boom. Should almost should be back by five yards, but I just had to throw him to the side. That's the only thing I could. I was like, this TJ just he can jam me up and everything. I ain't just welcome everybody like, oh, 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 oh. At that moment, I'm like, yeah, this is never happening again. I can't let that happen. So ever since then, that was, I ain't even never trying to let that happen ever. So it was like a different level of physicality for you. Like, yeah, like- that was a different. That was. Total difference. So I'm like, this is so this is what the top DBs do. Wow. This is how I feel going against the top DBs. So I'm like, this is I, I had two, I had two welcome to Memphis moments. Man, dude, I, I could not imagine being a freshman coming onto that 2019 team. I mean, that team was monsters it, it was, all the way up was, and down. I'm talking about like it's like I I'm like Still to this day, we talk about that year. Like, 2019, like, we cannot leave that year out the picture. Like, that year changed a lot of things. Like, even 20, 2017, 2018, years prior to that, that, 
that had winning winning seasons and great teams. Like it was, we still talk about them teams. That's the thing about it. Like that's how you know it was. It's something. It's something meant inside of that that mm-hmm. we got to pull out for the years that we got going right now. Yeah, it was interesting because we did an interview with Brady after he right before his draft, <laughs> and he talked about. Um, he, we broke down the 2018 team and then broke down the 2019 team. And, and if you look at it on paper, that 2018 team was stacked. Thanks. Like, I mean, just, it was crazy. But, you know, just certain things didn't go the right way and all this kind of stuff. And then 2019 came around and it was just like, yo, man, like everything fell into place. Everything fell into place. Thing. How that close like, are you guys to getting back? How, what What do y'all need to do to get back to there? This team right now, what do y'all what What needs to happen for y'all to get back to where? I know most players that I've talked to, guys like Jalen Allen, guys like um, who else did I talk to? Quindell Johnson. All of them have said that's one of the reasons they came back was to they 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 feel like this is where we need to be. We need to be back to that level. What do y'all need to do to make that happen? I just say I just say we just gotta be able to bring the young guys along so they won't like I feel like the young guys they like the team is, is so young that I feel like they like they like they don't I feel like they just probably won't they since they don't know the older guys and know like the roots of like how everything came about and everything to the point yet. It's just it's like that's the only struggle. It's like you got a whole lot of young guys on one on one side. Then you got one. Then you got transfers coming in. So it's kind of like it's new to them. Right. So it's kind of like you can't really make it the old way because they're not used to the old way. And the old way ain't gonna be as well. It's just really just getting everybody on board with just like how we do things, how we used to do things, and how we you know kind of. But the game changes so much now. It's like it's just everything is just so new. So it's just we just trying to find the border where everybody be on the same page and everything like that. So that's that's really just on the thing that we really just have to get everybody on the same page. Because once we're on the same page, just, I can see 2019 being 2019 or better. Mm, man. Javon, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I know I kept you longer than I normally do, but I really appreciate you. One thing I really appreciate is you sharing kind of your inspiration and some of the things that you've been through this year. Um, ex- expressing the why of why you're why you fight and why you're continuing to do this, and um, I appreciate your vulnerability to share that, and and I know that Tiger fans, man, they they've been wanting to hear from you for a minute, so I really I I'm, I greatly appreciate you coming on here with me. Oh yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate all everybody. That, you know, I just like to you know just give everybody give out to everybody that's just wanting to give to me. You know. If it's all genuine, everything that's I'm genuine. I'm a genuine person. I was raised that way. I'm always be that way. <laughs> well, good man. Well, hey, good luck with everything this year. Good luck with uh, summer workouts, heading into fall training camp. And man, we're excited to see you out there on the field this year. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and Twenty Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave a rating and a comment wherever you download your podcast. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, head over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are published daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 